Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast, My First Season. My name is Greg and a very, very special guest today. I've been asking this guest for close to a year now. We <laughs> finally got our schedules right. Well, I guess partly, you know, I mean, we, we do both work for schools, so we're also busy, too, with the academic year and whatnot. But uh, anyway, I'm so happy that that she agreed to come on. Her first season was in Paradise Island in October of 1997. She was a reception geo. She stands about four feet nine inches tall or five two whoops okay five, two. <laughs> she has blue eyes maybe brown okay. um, and she is a capricorn maybe check your notes i'm a libra greg okay i gotta start coming to rehearsal okay at, <laughs> at any rate she has a uh, promise to abide by the no hookup story policy right mm-hmm. okay thank you <laughs> Keeping it clean. We yeah, we met actually in Columbus Isle in the '99 Y2K season. I first when she arrived to the village, I didn't know she arrived. I was walking by sailing, and something caught my eye on the left. There's this woman in a like bikini and pario uh, leaning over a Hobie cat, getting it ready for sailing. And I suddenly had a renewed uh, interest and passion in sailing when I saw that. I was like, huh. I'm going to have to spend some time at the beach. I was just going to say, you actually started spending a lot of time at the beach. Yes, I did. I did. I don't know why. It must have been that. Yeah, that bikini pario number you had. Okay. I don't know. It was just renewed my interest in sailing for some reason. Um, Anywho, so from my hometown of Montreal, the one, the only, the amazing, the stupendous, the super, please give a warm welcome to Sabrina. Hey, Sabrina, how are you? I'm great, Greg. Thank you. How are you? Oh, good. Good. So nice to hear your voice again. It's funny, eh? I thought of that when we were talking on the phone earlier, like how nice it was to hear your phone and your your phone, your voice, your mannerisms, your jokes, your laugh. Yeah, I haven't, very nice. I haven't changed too much and you don't sound like you have either. No. Just that you, you I think you I think you grew a bit. I think you were four or nine when I when I met you, but now you're five yeah. two. So I think you sprouted up a little bit there. Yeah, I've been okay. drinking yeah. my milk, you know, eating my vegetables. Oh really? Okay. <laughs> Cool, 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 cool. All right. So, uh, yeah, I think we probably bored people enough. So we'll probably get into your story right now. So you know how it goes. You can take me back in time to 96 or 97. I don't know when you applied, but how did, what were you doing? Were you going to school? Were you working? And how did you find out about Club Med exactly? So I had just finished Cija and I wanted to do something different. I'd gone away to Australia and I was in like that time of my life where I was like, I need to do something different. I need to explore. I need to live. And so I was either going to go to Australia and do like a one-year travel visa, or I was going to go work in Club Med. Just random. My parents had been on vacation. I had heard amazing things. And so I left it to chance and I said, I'm going to apply to both. And whichever I hear back from first is what I'm doing. Wait, your, your parents went to vacation on Club Med? Yeah, they used to go. I never went with them. So Why I not? have actually never been as a guest. They didn't invite me. What? You would have been like <laughs> mini club, teen club. Like, I, I assume they've been going for years. So you could. Uh, OK, so they never brought you. Wow. OK, they that's... never brought me. They were going to like singles resorts. They went to Playa. They went to Turks. OK, but they're not single. No, but they like to have fun. So did they My go to singles? Like did they go to singles village so they could say, oh, sorry, Sabrina, it's 18 and over. We can't take it because this, this is odd because every almost everyone I've interviewed went as a family. So you were deliberately left home alone, you know, with the wet bandits. And uh, <laughs> I guess, yeah, I guess you fared pretty well. So were you applying to Club Med out of spite or? Um, no, just curiosity, wanting to live something different, wanting to get out of Montreal, wanting to explore the world, you know, early 20s and that need to like 
do something outside of the norm. Well, did they ever suggest to you like, hey, Sabrina, this would be a good job for you or no? No. Oh, okay. I don't think so. So did you ask them like what a geo did? Yes. Where else did I hear about it? Yeah, I probably asked them what it did. They would come home from trips and then do the crazy signs for me in the living room. Oh God. Okay. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. but I'm, uh, as you know, I'm a very social person. I like to meet people and stuff like that. So it was just something that came to me as an experience. And I'm sure I spoke to them about it and they thought it was a good idea. So back then I had to make like a proper CV. I had to mail it into head office in Miami and then wait for the letter back. And then, uh, yeah, we did auditions at the Sheraton downtown Wait, wait, and wait. How, went, long, yeah. how long from the time you sent or applied did you get an answer? Like how many months, weeks? Do you remember? Oh, God. I'm going to say about six months, the whole process. I remember in the interim taking like my bartending license as something to do. Really? <laughs> yeah. Your beverage concoctionist also. Okay. Yes, sir. Yes, um, sir. And now, yes. So back then, so was this still, this would have been 97 that you had your interview, right? At the Sheridan? Yes. Okay. Probably now, early 97. Yeah. It, it, so I love, I love these stories because I this didn't have these in 94. So did they make you do crazy signs, tell jokes? Did you have to do something on the stage or was it just like a one-on-one interview? It was like, they showed you a video and I loved it, right? It started with like a guy on a hammock chilling by the ocean. And they're like, this will not be you. <laughs> <laughs> but then they spoke about Basically like what a geo does. And then in my, so they have like a big meeting and then you had one-on-one meetings. And I remember like some of the questions were just like, what would you say if we told you you had to put on a monkey costume and walk up and down the beach? And my answer was, I love monkeys. Monkeys are my favorite animal. I like bananas. Okay. Yeah, I'm good. What's, what's, the, what's the problem? So, yeah, it was just, it was kind of questions like that that made you really realize that you're not going to be doing like your regular type of job. So anyway, so it went well. I got a letter in the mail that I had been accepted. And then it was just a matter of them finding a village to place me in. Did you ask for reception or did they just place you based on your uh, your CV? I That's a good question. I probably applied for reception or maybe they placed me either one or the other, but I think I felt like reception was kind of my way in the door. Okay. And you didn't apply to be a bartender because you're worried about being around all that booze? <laughs> no, I didn't think I had the skill set, I would say. Really? Let's yeah. See. And then I. A, yeah. gor- a gorgeous young lady behind the bar. Yeah. You know, I, you're, you know, I used to give all my money to beautiful women behind the bar. That's all, you know, whether the drink was good <laughs> or not. I mean, I think, I think you would have made a great bartender. Like I said, you're sociable. People like to tell you their problems, you know? Yeah. Well, I'm later sure. in life, I, sure. I was a bar manager. So. Oh, really? Yeah. After okay. comment. Oh, cool. All right. So, so the, uh, do they send you some kind of like package telling you what to wear? Like when you find out you're going to Paradise Island Bahamas, did they tell you, well, you got to you know, wear white and buy red and black or red and blue? Did they tell you all this or no? Yes. They okay. send you like by FedEx. I still remember like every time you're about to go to a village, right? You get this yes. great FedEx package yes. that has your plane tickets in it. And then it has the schedule of the, of the village. Well, and I, never, I never got that. Like, I don't know how all you people got that. And I never did, but I never got the uh, package. But a quick, quick question. No? Now, nowadays, when you see a FedEx or Pure Later truck in the neighborhood, do you immediately think oh, my plane tickets? Because this still happens to me. Like a Pavlovian, so, Pavlovian dog, I start to drool because I think I'm going away. Do you, do you, do you have that uh, feeling at all ever? When FedEx, you see? <laughs> FedEx always reminds me 
of getting my tickets. Yes. Always. Yes. And then when I would be like in between seasons and I would be like, oh, should I go back? Should I not? No, I should really stay and finish university. And then I'd see a FedEx truck go by and be like, okay, no, that's a sign. That's a sign. <laughs> that's a so sign. then I would give myself a thing like, okay, if I see five FedEx trucks today, I need to call GA and just see what's up, what's out there. <laughs> and yada, yada, nice. yada. Seven villages later. <laughs> yeah. do, you re- do you remember arriving your first day? Like, do you remember? Is it, was it, is it vivid? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. You remember who the first geo you met at the airport was? No. No. Now. So what was it, was no. it like your first week? Were you trying to take it all in? Did you have a clipboard? Did you know what was going on? Shock. Like just, you do this thing, you say goodbye. And I had like an on and off boyfriend for a couple of years and my best friend, they all brought me to the airport. And then you get to this place and you realize I have no flight home and I don't know anyone. And I was put into like the, the village was half under construction at the time. So I was actually put into an, a GM room. I wasn't in like the geo. So you thought that was, area you thought that, was uh, that was normal then that nice room. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I had like two queen beds that I put together as one massive bed. It was amazing. So I was very shy. I'm a very outgoing social person, but I can also be very shy. So it definitely brought me out of my shell, right? Because you have to get dressed. You have to be at the bar for seven. You have to mingle. And um, I was one of those typical GMs. So uh, yeah, how did you get this job? And, you know, where are you from? And asking all, like, I think the, the standard GM questions is trying to, like, get to know people. Yeah. So, but everyone's so warm and welcoming. Yeah. So it went really well. So you didn't have any, uh, like, club med culture shock or any kind of culture shock, like, from what you were seeing, like, too many guys in Speedos, anything like that? or I didn't mind the guys in Speedos. <laughs> okay. <laughs> But we said we're going to keep it, keep it clean, right? <laughs> yes. Well, no, but what about the guys that, you know, yeah. club bed, you have people that shouldn't be wearing Speedos and, you know. Definitely. Like, okay. <laughs> okay. Definitely. Okay. Um, and then it's just, I think it's the, it's the shock of just getting into the routine of everything. Right. And then you're thrown into all these shows, which I love. Really? Uh, but you're doing, I love the shows. Were you a good dancer before club med? I love to, I've always loved to dance, but definitely club med is what brought it out in me. Like, I think Club Med made me realize how much I love it or how much I enjoy it. I loved being on stage. I loved doing the dances. I definitely wasn't the best, but I had fun doing it. Do you remember any of the shows you did in 97? Were there any big, big name shows? Oh, my God. So, yes. And my kids laugh at me because I have a video of it. And I'm sure you remember the tambourine one. I can't say. Wait, that was the name of the show? But there's a tambourine one. What? That was the name of the show? It like, wasn't the name of the show, but it was the name of one of the numbers. Oh, okay. And it was like a tambourine number where you have like a tambourine in your hand and it's all movements with the tambourine. I'm doing the movements as oh, I speak. Oh, I've never, I've never, know. I've never seen that. No. I have to I check out, check you. out this video. Okay. All right. And so were you, good, were you good? Were you good on the tambourine? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yes. So I still remember the dance to this oh, day. Really? Okay. And I will make my kids watch the video of mummy on stage (laughs) (laughs) now is this some form of is this some form of punishment that they have to watch the video or no actually my son has stage fright oh okay my son when he was uh like in daycare and maternelle he would have to do these performances on stage and he would freeze and he would get absolute stage fright and not want to go and not want to perform and he would just stand there with his hands in his pockets so my daughter's the complete opposite. She loves being on stage. She loves performing. She's 100% her mother's daughter. But I would show these videos to my son to try and show him, like, look, you can have fun with it. And it doesn't have to be serious. And 
you know, people make mistakes and the show goes on, but it could be a fun experience. It doesn't have to be, you know, scary or, or something. I was just trying to open, open them up a little bit, I guess. So that's how they got to sing it. Do you remember any of the, uh, do you remember any of the shows? Like the names of the shows? Like, the names of the shows. I'm, I'm sure because you, you always look good in feathers, if I recall. So I'm sure you did some of those Parisian. You are hilarious. Okay. I did. <laughs> yes. And I have a picture of me in that black leotard with feathers mm-hmm. and my daughter in kindergarten in almost the exact same outfit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I have them side by side. Was that planned? Okay. (laughs) You would, you you know, you would wonder. No. So, so, Um, so you get to reception. Like now, did you, did you like it or, or after a few weeks, were you looking around the resort and seeing what other people were doing and want to try something else? Yeah, no, I did not love reception. I enjoyed reception to the complaint department. They have it really tough. Like a lot of respect to all geos that work at the reception at the front line and It wasn't easy, like, especially when half the village was under renovations. So there were a lot of complaints, a lot of people not happy with their rooms, a lot of people wanting to switch rooms. And then just different cultures, getting used to different cultures, how they work. I'm so grateful for that experience now. And I definitely use it as, because people think of, oh, you worked in Club Med, so you partied for four years. I was like, no, 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 no. There's no customer service learned, I feel like, in Club Med. You know, you're 20 hours on, you're working with the people that are also like you're entertaining that night and different backgrounds, different mentalities. So, no, I did not enjoy reception. Now, <laughs> at now all. Uh, just a quick question. Uh, why was the village being renovated? Was it hit by a hurricane or was it just time to renovate? It was just time to renovate. It was time to. Is that your phone, Sabrina? I, you know what? It's on or my is that computer. A, or is that a micro, was that a microwave in your hot pockets already? What was that? It's on okay. my computer. It's oh, like okay. My message. Uh, okay, listeners, I did warn her. Okay, so I'm sorry for that ping. But uh, <laughs> could have sworn I, I was a microwave. No, no, I could have sworn I was a microwave hot pocket ping. Or maybe I got hot pockets on. <laughs> I don't know. Well, another question. Now, did they tell you when you had your interview, they tell you. But the seven days a week, did they mention that? I don't know. Now, how did you it's adjust? To, did you question. adjust to that? Okay. Well, you were young, probably. Life didn't, didn't matter the, to you. That's the beauty of being 20, though, isn't it? Yeah. yeah you can, it doesn't matter, like, right? Seven days a week. Yeah. We, so we actually were doing six days a week, I believe. No, days off. Like, no, 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 days off only start around 99. So, no, you would have been full on seven days. Okay. And, so and unless, seven days. unless your reception team was doing a little sneaky thing, you know, but some. No, then it probably was the seven days. But again, I was 20. I remember going to Junk Canoe. I'm pretty sure this is clean. Junk okay. Canoe is an amazing uh, festival in the Bahamas it, yes. around Christmas. It's yes. spectacular, but it goes throughout the night. And yes. so we had gone to Junk Canoe and I guess we only left after having been in the show and, you know, doing your geo thing. Anyways, we came back from Junk Canoe, I think at like seven or eight in the morning and I jumped in the pool, changed my clothes and that was my shower and off to work I went and I was fine. No sleep. None. Who needs it? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> sleep when we're dead, right? Sleep later. <laughs> Have fun now. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, no, we'll get back to the reception. So do you have any, so did any funny, uh, clean, appropriate stories or experiences happen to you that your first season in, in paradise? In my first season. We'll, we'll talk about later ones after. I'm just, I just want to make sure I cover paradise, you know? Yeah. Nothing crazy. I think just getting used to it, getting used to all the attention. You definitely get a lot of attention as a geo from 
fellow geos from guests and uh, well yes as if, if i recall you were kind of on the very good looking side right you're sweet well at least you okay. got one thing right no I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 i remember it being very, i might not remember your eye color but i remember you're very beautiful okay. <laughs> funny no you know what the funniest thing is in part my whole family came down for three weeks Oh really? Yeah. Oh, oh, so yeah. now, so now they're willing to go to, to with you to Club Med after they got the family discount. You know what? Uh, are they there? They, Can you put them on? I want to. I want to. I, I, I want to chew the them out. Okay, good for you. Okay. <laughs> no, they came over Christmas and New Year's because we would always travel together at New Year's. It was my grandfather's birthday, January first, so it was always a thing. We'd always go to Florida, and now that I was away, everyone came to me. So my parents, my aunt, my uncle, my grandfather, his wife. They were there for three weeks. It was amazing. And then I remember one night in the disco, my dad was like, all right, Sabrina, bring me your friends. And I was like, okay, these are like, I guess you have like a group. You're all friends with everyone, but I had like a main group that I hung out with. And he lined up the bar with shots. Back really? then you had to like buy, buy, there was like bar beads. So you actually had to pay for the drinks. Yes. Yeah. And so he lined up the bar with shots for everyone. And I'm pretty sure that was my first time drinking with my dad. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Memories. Okay. Yeah. No, that's it. But nothing, I don't think anything crazy. Um, well, well, getting back to the reception yeah. now, do you recall any of the, uh, you must have got, in, in addition to the complaints, did you get any like dumb questions? Like, is that where you first experienced like, you know, when's it going to stop raining or what, what temperature is the pool? What temperature is the ocean? Did you get anything like that at reception? Definitely. Like, when's it going to stop raining? My, what my, else? my pillow's too soft, stuff like that. Stuff so no, like there's so no, but you but you don't you don't have like a memorable GM that you recall that was just constantly complaining or something, right? You don't have a story like that, right? No, was not in, not in paradise. Was it tough working uh, your first New Year's? Like I know you're usually used. I mean, even though your family was there, you probably had to work till at least midnight, right? So was it was it rough working? Uh, you know, I loved it. I loved it in Montreal. I'm not a big New Year's fan. I find it's like hard to get service, hard to go to a bar, everyone's packed. Whereas here, there was like an incredible show that we were a part of, a big cocktail presentation. So no, I actually loved it. Okay. And I at, one, loved it. at one point you told me in your, your pre-interview yesterday, which, yeah. you, which you nailed, by the way, you said that you didn't really like, but you were looking around. So so the thing you, you ultimately chose was, was there a mini club at Paradise then? No, it was a couple's village. Oh, it was. Okay. Yeah. So so at one point you, I guess you spoke to the manager and said, I'd like to do something else. Yes. I had a meeting with chief of village whose name is escaping me, but I believe his name was Pierre. I believe his name was Pierre. Anyways, he was wonderful. Like he recognized, he recognized what I had in me, I think as a geo and being social and like full energy for crazy signs, full presence for the show's midnight rehearsals, all of that, right? So he recognized that I had what it took, but reception just wasn't the right fit. And so uh, he gave me a recommendation to do mini club afterwards. Okay, so roughly how many months did you spend at Paradise before you left? I think three to four. Okay, and how long did you wait in Montreal for your, your next season? Maybe a couple of weeks, two, three weeks. Oh, okay. It came, it came very quick. And... Yeah. Where did you go your second season? I went to Punta Cana, Dominican. Yeah, it's a big mini club village, I'd say. Yeah, that's a huge village. I spent nine months there. I loved it. Did you like working with the kids? 
I loved it. Who was okay. your chief of mini club? Oh my goodness. What was, I have, I can picture her in my head and she had, her name was Carrot. Her that was, was her nickname. Her, her name actual name. Car- Carrot? Is that what you said? Yeah. Carrot. She okay. was French. Does she have red hair? I imagine. Actually, no, a carrot is, is green on the top and orange skin. Yeah, okay. No, she had blonde hair and she was there with her daughter and her daughter was like maybe a year old. And so she would always carry around her daughter in like uh like one of those like backpack carriers. Oh, you're, you're kidding. Was this, yeah. like, is this for, was this for promotional purposes or, uh, is this that? I think I, she I, just I, lived there. I've never, I've never heard that, you know, seeing the actual chief of mini club with, with their child, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. Okay. She must've lived there. I don't know. Maybe she was again, back then I didn't get into the, the details. I think only as I got older, I got into like the who's well, who. What, what age were you assigned? Do you remember? Like, uh, cause there's certain 20? ages. No, I mean, oh, no, there. yeah, like what, um, the kid, the kids that they put you with, what, um, what ages were you assigned? Do you remember? Were you it given? was petit club and mini club. So I did okay. up to like two years old. And then there was also mini club where they were older, but it, it would change. It wasn't always consistently with the same group. Okay. Did you yeah. like uh, Punta Cana? I loved it. I loved Punta Cana. And to this day, it's my favorite place to travel back to. Well, what happened between like I knew you as a you know sailing geo and yes burned in my memory. So what happened between uh, mini club and like you changed again? Like, what did you do another job before sailing? A different job? I, I did two other villages as mini club. I did a Lutheranic Stapa as mini club, and I did Watulco. Oh, wow. I was in charge of team club. You were? Yeah. You Sabrina was in charge of the team club in Watulco. Yes, sir. Wow. Okay. It was fun. Any, we had fun. You have any fun stories from those villages or? Um, it uh, just, it felt like I was hanging out with my friends. Like it wasn't, there wasn't a huge age difference, right? Well, you, well, you, are, well, you mentioned a, a piercing story. I want, if you wouldn't mind sharing. Oh my uh, God, that what, was an extapa. What, exta- okay. Yeah. What happened there? Like what was the. Uh... <laughs> oh my goodness. So extapa. <laughs> yes. Still a mini club geo. So this is the person taking care of your kids. <laughs> okay. And um Xtapa had a great little town that was like maybe five, 10 minutes from the actual village. And so we'd go there and there was this tattoo shop where all the geos went and they would get like tattoos or piercings or whatnot. And so me and a friend of mine decide we're going to go get our tongue pierced. Okay. Did you, so, now, did you, did you know, did you know anyone who did it and they told you it didn't hurt or you didn't know if it would hurt or not? I think a couple of other friends of, I, of ours had done it and it went fine. Okay. Now, so we were you, like, yeah. Did you, get, did you drink a few drinks before it or no? Sadly, I'm pretty sure I was sober. Oh, okay. All right. You get there. It was like a day off thing to do, you know? <laughs> did you have a, so. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. Get your tongue pierced. Your, yeah. Why I guess I, I went windsurfing. You went to get your tongue pierced. Okay. Same thing. <laughs> so, so did you have any, uh, did you try it? Like when you were sitting there in the chair and he's, he's about to do it or she's about to do it. Did you like have any second thoughts? Like, mm, or you just went, nope, full steam ahead. I think that's, again, the beauty of being in your 20s. Okay. You rarely have second thoughts. You just go. <laughs> You're like, let's make some bad decisions, right? Right? Okay. <laughs> Might as well do it now. Get it out of the way. Yes. So. All right. So you so you went, uh, you went ahead and did it. So and I it, did it. So did I it hurt? Did it hurt? I have to know. Did it hurt? You So funny enough, not so much because there's no nerve endings where they do it. So it didn't, the, the actual piercing of it didn't hurt. It's the after part. And they can't, they can't freeze your tongue, right? Beforehand. No. Okay. All right. So. They can break something. 
Now, did you get the bar or did you get that like stud? Like how, which, which one did you get? Oh, this is, so I got the bar that has like a ball on the top and a ball on the bottom. Yeah. So my friend and I get our tongue pierced. It's all great. We go back to the village. We carry about our day. And I think it's like two days later now, my tongue has swelled up so fat that it's now swollen up over the bottom ball of the tongue ring but I'm on arrival so I have to be the one going to the airport to pick up the GMs to say like welcome to Club Med and bring them onto the bus and then tell them you know okay we're going to get to the village your good luggage is going to be here you're going to go check in give them the whole spiel of like what's going to happen I can barely speak so I go to the village I hold up my sign I gather everybody onto the bus and on the bus right back I'm like Hello, everybody. Welcome. Come in. My name is Sadia, and I'm so happy uh, when you get to the villa. And I can't speak. I can't speak. My my tongue is so, so fat. So anyways, I'm fully embarrassed. And I speak with one of my friends and I'm like, okay, I'm like, we have to go figure this out. Like I have to. So she decides to take me to the local hospital of Ixtapa. And we go and it's like a Spanish, obviously, doctor. And at that point, my Spanish wasn't so great. Still not that great. But especially right. trying to speak Spanish with a swollen tongue, I'm sure is not easy either, right? It's even worse, right? Okay. So he gives me a shot of Novocaine in my tongue, to which I scream and have oh. it down my throat. Good. And he taps on my tongue. And what I understand is, can you feel this? And I'm like, yeah, I feel it. I feel it. What he actually asked is, is it frozen? Oh, so no. him assuming it's frozen clamps on the top ball and pulls the entire thing throughout oh. like the ball and the bar through Wait, my tongue. But the th- doesn't the ball screw onto the bar and you can remove it that way? It was, my tongue was swollen over it. It was oh. into my tongue. Oh gosh. Okay. Yikes. All right. It, it, it was Oof. awful. It okay. was awful. We just lost a couple of listeners there. They're back there. <laughs> They're yakking in the corner. Okay. Uh, wow. All right. Now, how long did it take for the swelling to go down? Within a day. Okay. Did you within get in any... a day? I was fine. I had like a like a little blood spot at the top of my tongue, but within a day, it was no problem. Could you? Uh, did you get any trouble at all? No. No. Okay. So it wasn't no, brought. It wasn't brought up at the next geo meeting that maybe on your day off you shouldn't get your tongue pierced or anything. No. Okay. How did I get all right. away with that? that? That's good. No. No. Uh, that's cool. I'm glad. I'm glad I had a happy ending. I think it was more of like a funny story or like, yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's funny. It's funny now, right. All these years later, probably not at the time, like trying to do an arrival on a bus with your, you know, tongue, tongue swollen swollen and you're you're trying to suck on an ice cube, you know, to keep the swelling down, but yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So that's my tongue piercing story. (laughs) Now. So at what point did you learn to sail? Okay. So doing mini club, doing the teen club, one of the activities that I would have to do is take the kids sailing. And I loved it. I love sailing. Who, taught, so, who taught you? Where did you learn? The, the beach geos. Okay. And like the various villages, the beach geos would say, okay, like this is what you do. And they would teach me how to sail so that I could take the kids on a boat by myself. Because you would have like, what, eight, 16 kids. So you'd take like two kids per catamaran or something. Some go kayaking. So they taught me how to do it. I became a sailing geo though, because I wanted to join the sports team. I didn't want to do mini club anymore. And so I was working in Wachulku and there was a female chief of village. Her name was Lulu. And she, cause I had asked to be sailing in Ixtapa and 
I was told that let's just say I didn't have the necessary background or that, yeah, I didn't have the necessary background or training. So I was like, oh, that's too bad, but okay. So when I worked in Huachulco, I went up to Lulu, who was very like female empowerment. And I was like, Lulu, I want to train for sailing. I want to be a sailing geo. So we made the agreement that when I wasn't doing mini club in my spare time, I could work the beach. And they would train me and teach me everything that I need to be a sailing geo. And if it goes well, then she will give me a recommendation that in my next village, I'm sports, sports team and sailing. And so that, that's how it all started. That was Columbus or no, or you did a season. My next village was Cuba, but I have a funny story. Oh, funny you, went, story. you worked in Cuba. I did. What year was this? So 99 to 2000. Okay. I did like the New Year's Eve, like the Y2K. No, 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 no. You did. No, we did Columbus 99, 2000. So did you do Cuba before Columbus? No, I did. I was in Columbus and not in 2000, but I didn't do New Year's there. Oh, okay. But um, where, okay. So you were in Cuba in 99? Yes. Okay. So I think you're the first geo I've had on that actually went to Cuba. So can you just really? can you tell us about the village? You, yeah, because it wasn't open for very long. So um, yeah, I, I have a lot of questions about, about that resort. How did, did you like it? So Cuba was interesting, right? Because um, first of all, there's no American geos, uh, no American guests. Yes. Because Americans can't go there. Um, so the guests were mainly Parisian and German. Also, when you arrived, you weren't allowed to work until your work permit came in. So sometimes you could be there for two weeks uh, without having your work permit. So not necessarily being allowed to work. Oh my God. Also, did you, was that, did that happen to you? Did you have yes. to wait? So what did yes. you, what did you do? Were you on vacation? You're not necessarily on vacation, but you're not necessarily like working your service either. You're kind of like in this in-between stance. Well, did you open Cuba or was this after the opening? It was after the opening. Okay. I've, can I ask you uh, another quick question about Cuba? I've yeah. heard from other GOs, is it true that there were, say, I don't know what you did, plain clothes policemen that were listening to see if you badmouth Castro? Was this, is this a thing or, they, or were you? I've you? never heard of that. Oh, you didn't? Oh, okay. I've never heard of that, but I can I can sometimes be naive to what's going around around me. Okay. And not necessarily know. Okay. But I've never heard of that. Okay. So wow, Cuba. So was it it was a beautiful resort? It was definitely, yeah, it was a beautiful resort. My least favorite village. Why? Just the the vibe, the the guests were an interesting sort. Lots of complaining. That over New Year's Eve, there were so many people that wanted their money back and unhappy. Really? Like I think that our, our New Year's Eve countdown didn't go like per second because I think our show went longer than like the midnight mark. So there was like some miscalculation. Okay. Okay. Yikes. Okay. <laughs> and they all wanted their money back. And it was just a very different vibe. Was there wasn't the, as uh, much of a mix of people. Who was the chief there? Saverio Fraselli. Okay. Wow. And uh, how long did you spend there? Not long. Okay. <laughs> Not long. I stayed there maybe three months. So I arrived as a sailing geo and he did not agree. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and our aerobics geo had ended up, uh, she had to go home because of like a gallbladder issue or something like that. Mm -hmm. And so he switched me to land sports. He took me off the beach. He was like, you're not going to work on the beach. You're going to do land sports. And so now I was giving like six or seven aerobics classes a day. I had never taken aerobics class in my entire life. Okay. So you were, you were a fitness geo? 
So now I was like fitness slash land sports. Geo. Oh, you yeah. had to do, you had to do everything because there was no land sports. Geo. You, you, you basically did it all the volleyball. I did basketball. volleyball. I did aerobics. Wow. Um, yeah. And so the GMs were so great. Cause I would tell them like, you know, we're just going to have fun here. Our aerobics geo is sick. I'm replacing her, but I don't know what I'm doing. And so a lot of like the GMs would actually stay behind and show me moves and show me like, okay, this is a V step. This is a side step. This is how yes. you do this. Yeah. And they actually really helped me create some routines. That's, so, that's how I learned water aerobics yeah, from GMs. Isn't it hilarious? Like yeah. we learned, but that's the great thing of being there. I find like you learn just everything while there and on the spot. And I ended up having a blast with the aerobics classes and having so much fun giving them. And by the end of it, I was prepared to, I could prepare like full classes that were properly choreographed and put together. Like I actually knew what I was doing. And from Cuba, you went, Cuba, you went to Columbus? So from Cuba, I went to Columbus. I really wanted to be a sailing geo. And yeah, I really wanted to be a sailing geo. So I didn't stay in Cuba long. And then I got my season at Columbus. Yes. And why? And so you didn't, so you were, you were, you're saying you arrived after, yeah, you arrived after New Year's, correct? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, did you have a lot of time in between Cuba and Columbus waiting or no? I don't remember. Okay. Yeah. Cause I do recall you arriving a bit, a bit, a bit later. Now, did you, I'm sure you're I'm pretty sure I know how your answer, but did you, did you like that team in Columbus? I found there was a, an inordinate amount of talent on that team that that winter like I absolutely loved loved our team at Columbus it was great I, we made great friends we had a great synergy it was really fantastic like the chief of village was great yeah yeah and then we had also Angie and Vincent who were stagiaires yes. chief of village oh my god as Angie. well yeah yeah Angie's amazing Vincent was good too yeah yeah and- and then we had, uh, of course, Tarzan and then Duda, 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 Duda at the pool is now a chief of village. I mean, that's crazy. I, I saw that. <laughs> yes. I love the he fact was that... so mad at me when I left because I didn't tell him I was leaving. Him and I got really close. <laughs> yeah, no, he was he was a sweet guy. I mean, I, I yeah. still marvel because this was my third time in Columbus. I was I was like beyond like baffled why you needed two lifeguards for that posted size stamp of a pool of Columbus. <laughs> like you need two <laughs> lifeguards for this pool. Okay, but that reminds me of like you told me you had a favorite animation passage, right? An animation an, an animator used to do, and I never heard this one. So yeah. you, you tell our listeners which which one was your favorite. <laughs> it was amazing. So this person would just come up by the pool very nonchalantly. And then take a cup, pick up water out of the deep end, walk it over to the shallow end, pour it in, and then put a measuring stick to see if the water got deeper. (laughs) And he would go take his cup, go to the deep end, pick up water. He would do this on repeat for an hour, not breaking character and just keep measuring, keep measuring. (laughs) Do you you remember who it was or his nationality? I don't, I don't remember. (laughs) I have like a big memory of what he looks like, tall, skinny, dark hair. Okay. Ah. Did you, did you meet any uh, celebrities in any of your resorts that you worked at? So in Paradise Island, I met Natasha Henstrich. Oh yes. She's a Canadian actress too, I believe, right? I believe so. She was yes. on, she I mean, was, this is before she, well, she, that time, but she was on the whole nine yards. Yes. 
Well, she also did a, a very good sci- sci-fi uh, movie, which it escapes me. She played kind of like an alien. I think, I think they made yeah, two, so two or three of them. Yeah, very good. My movie. uncle is the one that recognized her. I actually didn't know who she was. Okay. But my uncle was the one who recognized her and was very starstruck. And yeah. I'm not shy to go up to speak to people. So I just went up and I started chatting her up and we all got pictures together. And we had some like we hung out a bit during the week. Oh, nice. And then in Columbus, I went back to Columbus as a GM. So after like my whole being a GO, and I actually met Justin Trudeau there. Ah. Justin was well, yes. on vacation with his wife. Yes. Well, this, yeah, this reminds me because uh, I'm going to bring up Jay, Jay's story now. <laughs> yeah. Like we're recording this Jay's episode is not out yet, but it will be out by the time we record this. So Jay also said he saw, yes, he, he, he says he thinks, Yes, was there hun- was yes, it was their honeymoon. He said it was Justin Trudeau's and Sophie's honeymoon. So this reminds me, Jay, Jay Ty, who we both work with, scuba instructor at Columbus, great guy. Yes, now, now me, 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 you and him, I think we went to Wednesday, uh, Riding Rock, Reggae Night. We come back. Now, I'm just trying to get your version of it. Okay. <laughs> so uh, I think we cut across, there's no lights. We cut across the, uh, the uh, you know, air, the landing strip. There's birds everywhere. We get to the fence. And I think we went to the fence because there, it was closer. It was a shortcut to the geo rooms. Yeah. Now, what happened was Jay claims that uh, him and I were vying for your attention. Okay. I mean, I, I didn't know that. I, I honestly, I, yes, I liked you. I didn't know he liked you, uh, you know, because probably the polite guy in me probably would have backed off, but Jay and scaling the fence, as he says, his words, yeah, they over, he said, he said the riding rock overserved him. <laughs> uh, I love the way he puts that. Yes. They overserved me and he fell on, you know, hit his head bad. And we were like, Oh, rushing to, to get him. And, yeah. but, but quick, quick, you know, smart, clever Jay try, was going to use that as a way to like, you know, Sabrina, I have a, I think I might have a concussion. You're going to have to monitor, monitor me all night. Now he said he was that true gentleman. He said, nothing, nothing happened, but I had, I know. And I remember thinking, wow, that's clever. Like if this is, if this is a way to, get someone's attention. This is brilliant. You know, like hurting yourself. Now, do you, what do you recall from that? night? <laughs> that, so first of all, I never even knew that Jay liked me until you told me this, like, I didn't know either. Okay. Jay and Mark were like my two best friends at the village. Yeah. They, I met them like day one and we had like a solid friendship from day one. I absolutely love those guys. And we would make like our days off together and everything. Yeah. And so I had a memory because I was trying to think about that night. I think you were actually at the Riding Rock before me. And I think you had gone with two girl GMs. Is that possible? That doesn't sound like me, Sabrina. I don't know what you're, what you're, <laughs> doesn't sound like okay, me so, at all. So yes. No, no, I see, I wouldn't no. do that. But if I'd known you were going, so like, cause you know, but it was me. just a friendly way. I don't, yeah, I don't yeah. Think- no, no, but I, I probably only went because I found out you were going because I liked you. Otherwise, oh. I, I wouldn't have gone out, you know, because I've, I've I've been there like two and a half years already. So I, I I did my time, you know, but probably because I found out you were going. That's probably why. So maybe we met up there. So I remember going and I remember the trip back and I'm trying to remember if there was a certain GM with us or not, which I can't remember. But yeah, and then getting to that fence and he kind of climbed it and then was paused on there at the top of a fence for a second and then he fell and like hit the ground yeah yeah and we were like oh my god oh my god yeah but i don't i think he went back to his room that night like we made sure that he was okay Mm -hmm. yes 
No, we walked him back to his room and made sure that he was okay. Yeah. Okay. But the story checks out. Okay. Crazy. Yeah. We're both saying the same things. Yeah. Well, you were there. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know. But he, he had to remind me of it. And I, I do remember being at the fence. Yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't remember the whole, you know, the whole voyage, but I, I do remember that part. You know, I do remember that part. And then I do remember him just being like, oh my God. It's like, I can see it in my mind. He was on top of the fence standing still. And then he just fell over. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I guess he, he became un- unfrozen and yeah, just <laughs> drunken state. Yeah. Well, they did, they overserved him, Sabrina. So, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that line. I'm going to use that line next. next they line. did make great drinks. They, they made did. the best. Well, yeah, as, and he, yeah, he reminded me too. They gave you with the writing rock. They gave you about a a, a fifth of the coke, and the rest was rum. You know, like. <laughs> The Coke was yeah. just for color, you know. <laughs> that was so fun, that place, though. Yeah, no, that entire season was was great. Uh, was there any, so I, besides from the Chiefs you already mentioned, but was there any, like, Chief like chief of Services or, you know, managers you clicked with more than others? I mean, is there anyone we haven't mentioned that you you wanted to? Like, I don't want to, I don't want to let you go without um, making sure. You were probably one of them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, yeah, that was that was an interesting season for me because I had done a uh, chief of sport that summer, but of course, you know, in the winter, there is no chief of sports in, in ski villages. Yeah. Right. So suddenly, so if you don't get a village, you have to go back. So yeah, they sent me home and I was waiting and they said, look, all we have is archery at Columbus. I said, Columbus has archery now. They go, yep. I said, I'll take it. But then Philippe Fournier, when he found out I was a chief of village, he didn't want me at the butt end of Columbus anymore. Cause it was by the sea center. So he made me like, head of head of land sports so yeah and that's where i saw you i was probably walking on the path to you know <laughs> to the main uh village and that's when i saw you <laughs> yes yeah, so that was great there was also uh pierre latelier gagnon yes from he montreal is, right is he yes i think he is from montreal yes i, I never I work remember. with him but i i think he is well he we're, we're, we're we're claiming him okay <laughs> Okay, that's that's fine. He was wonderful. He was the chief of village in Dominican in Punta Cana. Oh, okay. Uh, which is where I spent the longest, right? I spent nine months there. And he was fantastic. He was great. He was very uh, motivational. He was very funny. I just remember him being a great, great chief of village. Okay. Anyone yeah. Else? Anyone, then, anyone else? Angie was phenomenal. Yeah. Angie Boucher, I mean, her animation team. Sushi Bushi. Yeah, she was just, yeah, also phenomenal. I really, really enjoyed working with her. And then, yeah, I'll get like a bit cheesy for a minute. Yes. Because <laughs> if you know yeah. me, I do this. Yeah, yeah, sure. But it's just, it's such a, it's such a rare experience or great opportunity to have worked with so many people from so many different backgrounds and really see how different cultures work and how, you know, different cultures, you know, prioritize certain things or treat people certain ways and all that you can take from that, I guess. And then the friendships that you get to make when you're working in Club Med, you're free of society, right? Yes. You're free of status. You're free of everything that kind of separates us here. And you're solely there on your personality, your soul, who you are, and you're all living the same experience. You're all living the same reality. You all have the same status. You all wear the same clothes on weekends. <laughs> yeah. And it's just the the friendships I find that I've made in Club Med can just, they're so profound because they're just based on who you are as a person and that's it. 
and they go deep and I find like, look, I haven't spoken to you in like we've texted and this and that, but when I speak to you now and I hear your voice, it's as if not a moment's passed. Yes, exactly. Yep. So it's it's really nice and they're a very special friendship. So shout out to everyone. Yeah. Very well said, very well put. Now, may I ask you one last question? I don't know if this will be sure. difficult. Of all the resorts you worked at, all the villages, is there one that was a magical? And by that, I mean that you might've liked them all for different reasons, but magic means there was just a little bit something more. Was it your first one in paradise because it was your first one or, or do you just think they're all special in their own way? It definitely, I mean, my first one opened my eyes to it and opened me up to who I am and being on stage and all that stuff. I would say probably it's between Punta Cana and Columbus. Okay. We're like my two, just for the team aspects and how much I loved what I did, you know? You had a good team in Punta Cana? I had a great team in Punta Cana and I'm actually still friends with a few people that I worked with back then. Oh, wow. We're like, we're still in touch. We still speak on, uh, on like Messenger, Facebook. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So before I let you go, am I forgetting to ask you anything or something you want to say? I don't want to let you go because you've been so kind with your time and took so we long, to, took so long to get, get you here. Oh, yeah. Do you? Yeah. What was your favorite? Oh, my God. My favorite, uh, Freed from Desire. Oh, Gala. Oh, God. Okay. Freed from Desire was one of them. Oh, my God. It's escaping me now, but Muevelo. Muevelo, yes. Yeah, Muevelo. Do you remember Muevelo? Yeah, yeah. That, that one comes up a lot. It's always in the top three. <laughs> uh, La Charanga reminds me of you. Oh, I love La Charanga. Oh I know. God. And you're the one that taught it to me. Like, I had never done it before going to Columbus. I taught it to you? Yes. Well, I had oh. never done that that crazy sign before. Oh, okay. Yeah, I so, think I, I saw it. Yeah, I think it maybe one, one year at Columbus, yeah, is where I learned it. Yeah, probably one of the yeah. uh, Brazil, Brazilian geos uh, had brought it over. <laughs> and then Omila. Sorry, which one? Oh, uh, the one called Mila. Omila. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a Brazilian one too, right? Yes, yeah, another yes. Brazilian one. And I so uh, ironically, my daughter's name is Mila. Really? And I didn't realize the connection until I was going, I have like a crazy sign playlist, obviously. Okay. And then I was like, oh my God, I forgot about this song. And it was one of my favorites. And Soleil des Tropiques. Okay, classic. They're all so good. I listen to them all the time. They're my happy music. You strike me as a person that if you hear this, this happens to me. Yeah, I wasn't big on crazy signs, but I'll be in like, I don't know, a grocery store or pharmacy and I'll hear a club med song and I have to physically restrain myself from moving side to side and clapping. Now, does this happen to you? Like it's more about doing the moves. <laughs> okay. But you, but you hear, but you hear a song that you used to hear in club med and, and do you have to prevent yourself or you just dance? I, I go, I go okay, for it. You go. I, okay. go for it. I don't I, care. I could see. Yeah. That. I like, if I'm driving and I have the songs on, there's definitely like one hand that's doing like the wave, you know, you can do okay. what I'm doing right now. Yeah. And yes, I love it. I do it in my kitchen. You know what, eh? That's for Zumba. I used to say, I used to joke with friends because the energy that we had to put into crazy science, sometimes I'd be sweating after. Yes. Especially and we used elegant joke. night. Yeah. Yeah. And be like, this should be an aerobic exercise. Cause I had one village. We did them for a solid hour. Yes. When I was in Eleuthera, we yeah. did it for a solid oh, was, hour. Oh, Eleuthera. Okay, I was probably, I was going to say probably with Lulu because she liked to do marathon. Huatulco <laughs> also, I would be yeah. drenched after. And I worked in Huatulco in the summer, so it was so hot. Yeah. But yeah, and so now there's Zumba, which is kind of like crazy signs. 
Oh, or similar. Shoot, I've got one one last question. I'm so sorry. Uh, do no, you, please. Do you, have, do you have a recurring dream today now that you're still back at Club Med and are you working or are you on vacation? <laughs> Very often. I have dreams where like I'm in a scenario where like, I remember the, the feeling I would get sometimes when I would arrive at a village. I'm like, okay, here we go again. I'm doing this. I'm here for another six months. So either I'm in that or that I've, I'm back in like the geo areas and I'm going between like, okay, my service to dinner, but I'm back in it or I'm back in it with my kids or, but yes, always. I, I think it'll always be in my heart. It's always, I think the biggest part of what made me who I am. And yeah, I think just a part of me will always be there. So yes, I often dream about it. Okay. Cool. It'd be so cool to actually do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or just not wake, not wake up, just stay in the dream. <laughs> yeah, but you know, like the Charlevoix one opened, right? Yes, Club Med Charlevoix. Yes, it's currently yes. open. And I saw, I saw like a few weeks ago that they were looking, I think, for like bartender and mini club geo. Ah, yeah. Up yeah. until January 10th. I was like, oh, can I bring my kids? I would do it. I would do it. You got the itch, huh? Can I be there just on weekends? Okay. That's it. If I see five FedEx trucks today. Okay. Yeah. It's a sign. We're going. It's okay. a sign. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. I better, yeah. I better let you go because I'm going to talk to you all day. Oh, man. I want to thank you again, Sabrina, so much for coming on. Really. From thank the bottom you. of my heart. Thank you. Thank you. I can't wait for people to hear, hear how amazing you are in this episode. So woo, I want to thank you so much. Thank you, Greg. So, uh, it brings back so many great memories. So yeah, I really enjoyed yeah, it. Thank you. Yeah, I know there's a lot we couldn't talk about, but you know, the, that's okay. Uh, we'll, I we'll, could go on all day. Yeah, we'll talk after <laughs> we st stop the recording here. So we're going to say, Sabrina and I are going to say goodbye now. So uh, we'll see you all next week, everyone. Say bye, Sabrina. Bye. Bye.